welcome everybody to Brews, Booze, and Reviews. This is your host, Neighbor Knox. With me to my right, as always. Neighbor Ernie. I thought I was a neighbor. Yeah, we're house. neighbors. That's the whole point. <laughs> That's okay. why you're sitting by but each this other. Is your house? Yes, but you live right across the street. So I'm the neighbor. <laughs> we're both neighbors. Somebody's okay. got to be a neighbor. I'm Ernie. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm just here to drink and make fun of them. Oh, that Andy. sounds legit. Yeah. Hi, Andy. Oh, hi, everybody. I really like to jump the <laughs> jump the gun on that. I'm like, oh, Chris is talking. No, I'm, I'm, this is me now. It should always be your turn. I feel like I didn't put in what I was supposed to do now. But. Yeah. Did we want to do laundry? And last but not least. Oh, uh, I, I'm Kevin, and I don't trust people with eyebrow piercings. <laughs> Good to That's great. Nobody here has an eyebrow piercing, oh, so why are you calling it? Great in, great I'm, insight. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling my eyebrows. No I know. I was like, well, I don't. This is a ring of trust. It's fine. It's I had to look around though. I was like, somebody And then behind the sound, the recordings, the foobars, and the lovely parts, Maddie. But we don't talk to him anymore. I'm Maddie. <laughs> I'm Maddie. Don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> no, Ernie. No. It was part of so, the intro. We, uh, the purpose of this podcast basically is uh, uh, Ernie and I are going to be neighbors. I don't know shit about beer or whiskey or bourbon or anything but we want to learn so we want to come in with some people that are some semi-experts that uh you know kevin's a chef and he's had how many uniques do you think beers uh somewhere over 500 523 i think was my last on tap check <laughs> dang you have it's a pretty impressive as a number 523. Something like that. I don't Do you know. you have an abacus that you keep track of all this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called it's, a calculator. I stack pebbles on a nightstand. Oh, like penguins. Yes. <laughs> like, ooh, education deep dive. All right. Nice <laughs> job, Ernie. Good job. Okay, and then Andrea, she's the bartender supreme. It's true. That is very true. Extraordinaire, Extraordinary, if you will. If you will. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So she has some really good insights into some liquors and also... Beers and brews, ales, lagers, blah blah blah. All the good stuff. Yep. And over, Chris over here, he is uh he he's been teaching some of my friends about bourbon and tasting it and mostly scotches. Yeah, I've got a really scientific mouth. So <laughs> we're gonna oh, we're gonna sounds like a porno that I should that uh, gonna, uh, <laughs> you don't want to watch. We'll watch that next week. Astronomer should be watching. Yeah. Watch it on fast. Actually, watch it on regular speed. It looks like fast forward. <laughs> So you're going at uh, midnight in a blizzard with your brights on. <laughs> it's mesmerizing, intoxicating, if you will. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, what we like to do in every episode is uh, tell us a little bit about ourselves. But in the first five or six episodes, we're going to pick one who picks the shortest straw. And they have to tell their first major experience drinking beer or other such Imbibed. So I'm actually going to do this live. I'm going to pull out five straws, and somebody's going to draw the shortest one. Did you get bendy <laughs> straws? I cut them down from bendy straws. And anybody listening to this in California, we're sorry about the straw remarks. <laughs> Ernie, you're so thoughtful. I didn't that get it. Right. <laughs> that that is uh, right. Well, the straws are good wait, 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 wait. you know, oh. animals, sea-dwelling creatures. Uh, well... I mean, yeah. My girlfriend has shown me videos of pulling them out, of pulling straws out of noses of turtles. Ernie, I have pick seen one that. Any straw. I am the first. It is sad. But maybe they were puller. busy doing coke all night, and that's why they have straws in their noses. <laughs> right. Too soon. I guess we didn't ask the <laughs> turtles what they were up These to. These are the big questions. Pull straw. I feel like 
pants. It's definitely <laughs> shorter than his straight. Yeah, you got to put it next to each other. It's to be longer than Chris's. This is ridiculous. Same. Oh, thank God. But my straw seems to be shorter. Well, than Chris, it yeah. looks like well, you picked the short straw. That, yep. is, oh, that is what I wanted Chris. to happen. So now you got to tell your story. There's tell a, a story about song in there somewhere. So, right. So I know, like, a lot of what we're doing, we're going to talk about a lot of, well, start with the history of beer, and we're going to talk about all these other different types. But my beer story doesn't go to any good beers. <laughs> it was my first beers, and it was Keystone Lights. And we were able to get them pretty cheap from my uh, brother-in-law's fridge. That's and what we would consider Tubin beer. Up with these <laughs> Tube and beer. I Tube thought it was anything. After two of them, you throw up? No, no, no. When you're going mm. down the river uh, on your tubes, you got a beer with you. <laughs> but, well, no, these weren't two beers because they were just their beers. And that's oh, okay. the only reason. But it was Keystone Light. And I, uh, I didn't really drink a lot in high school or anything, but my nephew, and he's four months older than me, so it's not like I was going out with some prepubescent. Child, sure, we had to clear that up. Yeah, like, yeah I was yeah. like, let's just <laughs> well, I don't think anybody's judging too much. Just the same age ish, right? okay. We got to go so far, <laughs> but he just took me out, and we weren't drinking to enjoy beer or anything, it was just to get drunk, you know, like most high school stories are. And I just, I just remember drinking so many of them, it must, it must have been six, and I was <laughs> so throwy uppy at the end of the night. I my nephew walks into the bathroom and just laughed his ass off. Of Tell me That's that all you did. projectile vomited. Oh, it was everywhere. I, Excellent. I'm fairly certain I threw up so hard the toilet moved and the thing came and <laughs> hit me on the top of the head. But, <laughs> wow. but I just, great. I was so f- fucking pissed off that he was just laughing at me. Couldn't get me a water, couldn't do nothing to help. Just laughed at me and went, oh, we touched you in this spot. Did he hold your hair back? That was pretty intense. No, the ne- but the, I didn't have to wait long. The next night, he was thrown up out the car on the way back to his house. So I got my revenge there right away. But that was my, that was the first time that I remember drinking booze. My he nephew laughing at me because I was throwing up on the keystones. How old are you? Oh, I am seventeen or eighteen. I didn't start drinking until pr- well, from what I hear, like most now? North Dakotans most people start drinking a lot earlier than I did. Yeah. Is this the part where we're supposed to say we don't condone underage drinking? We I feel like that's totally underage necessary. Underage at all. No, we no. do not condone underage drinking. Or what? drinking Keystone or drinking Tell You Throw Up. But we're, we're allowed just, to do it. Because we're, we're professionals. about our failed youths uh, and we're glad they're behind us and please don't follow in our footsteps in being... <laughs> The a opinions of individuals do not represent management. <laughs> you, could, you could end up in the basement recording a podcast in your 30s. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, you don't want to be there. <laughs> well, no, I'm doing all right. Well, I'm enjoying it, bud. <laughs> Easy, Chris. <laughs> so kind of the structure Speaking of every episode. When I was uh, first drink, drinking, that was my nickname, was Easy Chris. <laughs> Easy Chris. <laughs> I do think I've said that at least five times already. Easy Chris. <laughs> Easy Chris. There we go. There's no nickname right there. No, Easy you Chris. can say that a couple different ways. It's like... That's easy, Chris. Or okay, like now this is not easy. a porno podcast. This is <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh. It Back seems to, to have taken Back a really beers. good. That's the after. All right, so here we go. So at this point of the, of the episode, I'd like to throw in some education to this. And um, since this is our first episode, I thought, what better way to educate everybody than to start off with what is the beginning of beer? So there is something out there called the hymn of Ninkasi, and at the end of this episode, you'll hear a. 
a great band doing a really metal version of it. We'll talk about that at the end of the episode. But the hymn of Nkasi goes as such, and every stanza I say is actually doubled. So keep that in mind. Uh, <laughs> born of the flowing water, tenderly cared for by the Ninhursag. I'm pretty sure I'm going to butcher some of these names. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> Having founded your town by the Why sacred lake, she finished its great walls for you. Your father is Enki, Lord Nidimud. Your mother is Ninti, the queen of the sacred lake. You're the one who handles the dough with a big shovel, mixing in a pit the bapir with sweet aromatics, like honeys and dates, parentheses. You are the one who bakes the bapir in the big oven, puts in the order the piles of hulled grains. Ninkasi, you are the one who waters the malt set on the ground. The noble dogs keep away even the potentates. You are the one who soaks the malt in a jar. The waves rise, the wa- waves fall. You are the one who spreads the cooked mash on Double. large reed mats. Coolness overcomes. You are the one who holds with both hands the great sweet wort, brewing it with honey and wine. You, the sweet wort to the vessel. Ninkasi, you, the sweet wort to the vessel. The filtering vat, which makes a pleasant sound, you place appropriately on a large collector vat. When you pour out the filtered beer of the collector vat, it is like the onrush of the Tigris and Euphrates. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... From what I gathered on, on online resor- or sources is that these were actually written on clay tablets in about 1800 BCE. Um, and I'll right. talk about what that is in a second. BCE? What's a... Oh, Christ. Uh, well, sure that was back in the old days, we used to say BCE. Beer is clearly excellent. Yeah, it's like there before Christ <laughs> and then AD was after, after death. But due That's to... That's Anno Domini, actually. That yes, was yes. Latin. But the common was like after death. But yes, you're right. Anno Domino or whatever. Anno Domini. But due to some... Can I get pizza from them? <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. I think in the 1700s, there came about a time where the, some books were released and somebody wanted to be as neutral as possible and not religious at all. So he created the year zero to be before Common Era and then after Common Era. So basically... So BCE or CE. Like and there's there's actually was no oh, term for the number zero back in the day. So it had to be BCE1 or CE1 was the next year. So later the word not hill came into being zero. But anyways, I digress. Right. Thank I you so I tell you what, Ryan. I actually <laughs> wanted I to do. My question fully. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you, thank you very much. Leave no stone unturned. Here. No stone unturned. Lit- or yes. clay tablet. Or clay tablet. Ooh, yes. No, back to the outline. Okay, well, uh, so I'll basically <laughs> I'm going to take that whole him and then Kasi and kind of explain it in more um, dumb American neighbor way, <laughs> which is what Ernie and I are. Just, just neighbors. Of so okay, dumb American. Be insulted, but I'm not sure. <laughs> All right, so actually I got a, a couple of these from a wonderful website. Uh, I think it's called, the, the, most of it was from Vine Pair. So if you want to go check out some of these uh, facts that I have, go check out the website, and it's very informative. So in an age where a few people were literate, the Hemden and Kasi, with its steady cadence, provided an easy way to remember the recipe for brewing beer. Oh, well, yeah, I got it locked down right now. <laughs> well, so like after hearing that one time, like that... Your cadence was great. Really man. stuck in my head. 
<laughs> it's not like Shakespearean or nothing. All I remember is there's vats in it. Yep. <laughs> and bapir. Yeah. So, okay, one began with flowing water, then made bapir, twice baked barley bread, which is what bapir was, and mixed it with honey and dates. So basically that would be like your mash. Your, the bread would have the yeast in it, uh, and it would with the honey and dates, that would be the sugars that would ferment. Um, once the bread had cooled on the reed mats, it was mixed with water and wine before being put into the fermenter. Um, after the brew had finished the fermentation process, it was placed in a filtering vat, uh, quote, unquote, which makes a pleasant sound, and then placed, quote, unquote, appropriately <laughs> on a collector vat from Air which... Quotes. Yes. <laughs> You're <laughs> missing them. You're missing them. <laughs> Air quotes. <laughs> from which the filtered beer was then poured into jars. According to him, the pouring of the beer was... <laughs> like the onrush of the tigers and Euphrates. <laughs> was, he, was he a ninja? You can't quote, quote, and unquote quotes. <laughs> I'm so confused about what's quoted now. I am. Right. Well, okay, so the Tigris and Euphrates rivers, which is taken to mean that, like these two rivers, beer brought life to those who drank it. And uh, part of that because is they weren't able to trust their water too well due to like animal waste and such. So filtering and, and boiling the water to basically made beer more desirable than water. So beer is better than piss water. Yes. All right. All right. Noted. So evidence for brewing <laughs> beer in the Mesopotamian region well, dates... I'm take yeah. more of this up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, we should drink beer. Right? We should try this beer thing I'm you're talking about. I'm interested. It's great. Enough of this water. <laughs> <laughs> Garbage. So evidence for brewing beer in the Mesopotamian region dates back to 3500 to 3100 BCE. Uh, there's some evidence to say that possibly 5,000 BCE is the time as well. Um, the Sumerian settlement of Golden Tep in modern-day Iran, where in 1992 CE, uh, archaeologists discovered chemical traces of beer in a fragmented jar dating to the mid-4th century BCE. The same site also yielded, yielded evidence for early wine making and is thought that the idea of brewing beer arose from baking. The fermentation, pro fermentation process of evident and grains, which may have been left out unattended, could have inspired the creation of both wine and beer. Although the craft of brewing would eventually be practiced across the region, it began in the small village of Golden Tep and almost certainly was initiated and cultivated by women. Nice. They also have a college basketball team. Who? Golden Tep. <laughs> <laughs> they, but if they have a girls basketball team they probably have a men's basketball team too so I don't know why you're just singling out one sex I don't know if there <laughs> well, was a, was if there was a women's basketball are. team nobody heard of them anyways <laughs> I, know when oh. I, worked at, I know when I worked at Old Chicago <laughs> I got done cooking and washing it was too late. Oh, no. see, now right, you brought it somewhere else. I just made a WNBA the joke. Worked their ass off the links are fantastic. Let's not go back on those guys, okay? Okay, so you remember in the beginning that I was I told you about that this was documented on clay tablets, approximately 1800 BCE. Well, those were, I believe, the Ebla tablets, which were discovered in Syria in 1974 CE, dating from 2500 BCE. So that scratches that idea. <laughs> I just fucked myself with the facts. So instead of 1800 BCE, it was 2500 BCE. All right, provide evidence that Ebla... Another Sumerian outpost was brewing significant quantities of beer at that time using many different recipes. As only fresh water was used in beer and had to be boiled, it was healthier to drink than water from the canals, which could be polluted by animal waste. So, like so I've been saying, telling you, Mother, beer is water. better for me <laughs> than piss water. <laughs> she chews my ass. Beer also contained nutrients 
Other beverages did not, and it was a staple in the daily diet of the people throughout Mesopotamia. Laborers were provided with beer as part of their daily rations, a practice also observed in Egypt. And, based on artworks as well as writings, it was a drink enjoyed by the lowest laborer to the highest noble, and was consumed through a straw. This is partially for sediment filtration. I feel like when I'm talking about the lowest laborer, we should talk about how much my dad drank, but... Oh, Daddy <laughs> issues. Daddy issues, oh number one. First fucking episode. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. We'll get into that. Of course that was going to come out. <laughs> this is therapy. <laughs> yes. So beer was also considered to have healing properties because of that. Uh, even hops weren't always as ubiquitous. Ancient Egyptians would have had a beer stabilized and flavored with things like wild herbs, dates, olive oil, and <laughs> meadowsweet. Did you say eucalyptus? <laughs> eucalyptus? No. Yeah. Oh, u- ubiquitous? Wild, yeah, ubiquitous. Okay. <laughs> Dictionary.com, Chris. Dictionary.com. I might have to look up words. There you go, easy Chris. There we go. Easy Chris. Easy Chris. <laughs> easy Chris. I feel like that was And for centuries. <laughs> oh, it is. It's only been around since high school. <laughs> there we go. And for centuries, beer cultivation in Europe relied on a mixture of herbs and spices called gruit. Only around the turn of the first millennium CE were hops regularly finding their way to beer, with Germany exporting hops for brewing around the 13th century. So hops have always not been a part of beer in general. But I like the hops we have nowadays. My favorite part of beer is probably the hops. Most Most beers. Yeah. Well, Yeah. yeah. No, I do like all of the beers. Well... Oh, so what the beers? I should have done some <laughs> damn research, but really, aren't there only technically to be a beer four ingredients? Ask the Germans; they got laws for that shit. But, or I'm asking you. I'm not German. <laughs> <laughs> not even part. Not God, even partially. We didn't. We didn't get one half German asshole in here besides me, and I don't remember. Oh, you could throw a rock um, outside and probably German. hit one. <laughs> no, that is false. But so water, I am half German. Isn't it water? Quarter Norwegian, quarter French no. Irish. Hops probably is the other one. I don't know. Oh, what we have. Oh, so why don't we. What are the four things that are in Bud Light besides water and water and water? Lime. Bud Light Lime. So it's water, rice, lime, and beer is what goes into Bud Light. (laughs) Lime. That's the one. (laughs) If you want to pass this information on to Ben Kissel from the last podcast on the left, we do not consider. Bud Light Lime to be a good beer. Okay. Hey, wait. I feel... Yeah, but I'm it could sure be a Tubin beer. This is it when we step we outside. We're going to pick a fight with last podcast on the no, 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 no. First no. episode. <laughs> We're not picking a fight. We happen to agree with him. Bud Light Lime is... No. We, we, four out of five of us might agree with that, but I happen to love Bud Light Lime. Listen, I did not expect that. We're, we're not elitists here. We we welcome yeah. all beers because That's even the crappiest beer is better than having no beer. I just want to I get like that out Michael there, right? Golden Light. See, when I walk Made in... Made by Budweiser Brewing Company. <laughs> uh, Are you trying to give that again, microphone a blowjob? Maybe or? Ernie. <laughs> so if you want to send me... <laughs> some swag. Some, oh, some shirts. Anyway, the answer, to your Patreon. The answer, do you guys want to have some beer? Water, no? barley, hops, yes. and yeast are the four things you need for beer. Thank you. Thank you, Internet. Hey. Also, Easy Chris. Easy, easy Chris. We're making it stick. I kn- <laughs> he didn't drop the I knew mic. That. He dropped the phone. Right away, I just had to confirm my No, if we dropped memories. the mic, I'm pretty certain Maddie would jump over the table on us. <laughs> Chris is out. You want to pop the mic? Easy Chris is now dead Chris, and that's all. That's fine. 
That's all right. At least I don't have to be a part of this anymore. <laughs> oh, Just kidding. That's the second time we've made a dig on this already. Uh, 30 <laughs> minutes. I? Yes. No, both of us. I hate everything I do, so why wouldn't I hate this? <laughs> all right. Knox had to dig into the beer fridge. All right. So we're going to do some taste we're testing. Right. Beer in right now. So, you know, now that we know what beer's made out of, generally, kind of where it started, I suppose now we can talk about some of our favorites that we have now. Yes. I'm pretty excited for this. <coughs> I <right>. was. <laughs> okay. <coughs> I wasn't delighted. All right. We'll be back after this short little break. We're here about beer, guys. All right, yeah, welcome I know, back. But after about 40 more minutes, this we're going to brews, brews, and reviews. <laughs> so this is part of the podcast where we actually talk about beer or booze, and we taste some, and we tell you what you, th- what we freaking thought about it. So since this is our first episode, we decided uh, I, I put it forth that maybe we should bring some of our favorite, if not the favorites, beers or of, of all time. Already? Yeah, recording. <laughs> Did you miss that part? Yeah, I missed or that part. our yeah. favorite beer of the year or our favorite beer of the season. Um, so we have five beers with us and we're going to all pour a little bit out of it and we're going to check it out. So the first one will be the black Butte Porter. Who's, whose choice is that? This is my, okay. So this is my favorite for now. Um, it's actually been one of my favorites for a long time. When I started getting into like dark, well, I'm from a really small town, so we already heard my story about how I got drunk the first time. It's always <laughs> Keystone Light or 30 packs of the High Life or like Southern Comfort because it was $11. So we just shoot that and drink so High close. Life. Well, it helped you get past that you were drinking High Life. Um, but one of the first um, dark beers or interesting beers or even somewhat interesting beers that I had when I first moved to Fargo was... Uh, Deschutes Black Butte Porter. Mm-hmm. So it's a really accessible porter, and uh, it's still one of my favorites because it, to me, this is a, if you've never had a porter before, it's like, what is a porter? Black Butte Porter's a porter. It tastes like a porter's supposed to taste. It's not, there's no ex- vanilla, no, like it's yeah. not extremely complex or anything like that. It, it's a porter you can give to somebody that doesn't like porters, and they could probably slam it. Yeah. So. I, I porter is some of my favorite beers, honestly. I just like the the richness of the malt flavors that you get from all these, and it just embodies like flavor. There's so much of it there. It's it, there's you can pack so much into just one yeah. little sip. So, I mean, like this isn't an overwhelming beer at all, and you know, not to su- <laughs> trying to get away from being a pretentious piece of shit. Um, it it it's Good just luck. It's, it's your t- it's your typical porter. Right away when you smell it, you smell the a little chocolate, mm-hmm. little coffee, and a lot of malt. And and it's got that toasty nose to yeah. it. I do, so, I do sense get that chocolate off there. So a lot I mean, too. if you want a porter and you want to know the definition of a porter, Black Butte Porter is the definition of a porter to me. And like I said, it's Deschutes. I love the brewery. They've done a great job with almost anything I've ever had. But the Black Butte Porter was like the first dark beer I had. And I went, holy crap, I like dark beers. And it's still to this day one of my favorite, very accessible, 
very I can give it to somebody and then they just don't go oh it's so heavy and then go, fuck you you know <laughs> yeah, yeah would they even it's, know it's to a, use that term uh, like oh the gravity on this is too intense for me right see so that it, to it, me when that when you step up and you actually try a, a porter or a stout and you like it and, okay let's leave Guinness out of here because even I like porters and stouts but I'm not a fan of Guinness to me that's like step one or stage one or stage two of, of the hashtag adulting drinking Guinness <laughs> like when you grow up a little bit it's like it's like an education moment and for me, like, the last part of me adulting was actually liking IPAs that was to a hard, certain extent. That was well, a hard hill to get over. That's harder for, for sure. I think, most everybody because it's, it's bitter. Yep. And, you know, but, like, porters, the thing that I've heard most from everybody, and let's go back to Guinness when you mentioned it, yep. is you mention Guinness, and people only think of the picture of Guinness with the big, thick, head on it mm. like oh it's so thick you have to chew it you might as well get a knife and fork <laughs> yeah so you morons this is uh, i'm sorry you're not morons it's just you're uneducated <laughs> well, or you haven't right? actually tried to, to drink so that it much without, that you're uneducated you know, you're you're just ju- stupid apparently you judge it i think people judge it first with looking at it before they taste it they think that porters and stouts are always just going to be really thick really heavy and stuff mm-hmm. but no, like, don't get me wrong. Is... I respect what what that whole Guinness family and what they've done for porters and stouts, but it's just the whole Guinness family. It, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> the Guinness blonde. Really, that's, that's a real thing. Well, I know it's, it's not thing. that bad. It's better than let's get back Guinness. to okay. Anyway, so back to the, uh, the, the black, black, black porter. porter. What I like about it, like I said, it's just very. It's a porter. It's in, you know you get all the things that you expect from a porter: the chocolate, the coffee. The roast, but it's not real thick and heavy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't weigh you down. And like I said, your regular just guys that can go out and drink beer can go out and like put it down pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. It's very palatable, easily easily I would, approachable. I would agree with you 100. percent That's a really good explanation because a good it's example. been a while since I've had one of these. But if you haven't had a porter before and you're concerned about the darkness and the heaviness and the gravity or being too or roasted feel you know sometimes you can you got the okay but this would be a good Agreed. order to try right because it's not overpowering well like the chocolate like you were talking about sweetness right um the really chocolate like in this is very laid back the coffee is a little more forward but it's still not bitter like a, a black coffee you know, that, mm. that sweetness and that bitterness balance really well in this, which makes it a really approachable, drinkable beer. And Very it's approachable. The first by porter I'll who... give anybody that's trying a porter for the first time. Yes, it's very approachable. It, it, it's not too uh, full on the flavors. It's just got light tastes of everything about having it be a porter, being a porter. It wasn't roasted too long, which is great because that's a turn off to some people who are used to just regular beers. Um, and like in Bev beers, uh, but I agree with you 100%. This is a good, light way for somebody to come into drinking porters and enjoying them for the Ryan, first time. Yeah, what's an in Bev beer? That's like, well, in Bev is it's an <laughs> it's, internet beverage. That's another, yes, it's it's in Bev's company. <laughs> Google uh, it, that uh, <laughs> owns a lot of beers around the world. The, the, the all the top sellers, including Budweiser and Anheuser Busch. And all them guys. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they do have some really good ones. Like Whole Garden is uh, made by InBev, too. Or distributed by InBev. I really like Whole Garden. 
Good okay. story. So we gotta we gotta try this of this black yeah, quarter. This bad boy. Black Already, butt. Black butt. Researching the whole time. Oh, you guys were it would have been really Chris, cool to get a clink in there. It was yes. very uh, delicious. Can we get a clink on? We'll get a clink. Get a clink on that one. Gross. <clears throat> Nailed it. <clears throat> so. So then our next. Should we? Are we gonna oh, yeah, rate we gotta, that? Oh yeah. Rate. Okay. Okay. So, let, let's explain the rating systems a little bit, right? You want to handle this? <laughs> no, not really. Okay. But you wrote the notes. So <laughs> our rating system page. goes as such. Uh, the lowest rate you can get is one beer because you have one beer. You know, a beer, no matter how terrible it is, is better than no beer. You gotta, you gotta sample it, right? Yes. Like yes. I would drink that just because I'm drinking it. I was, yes. It was given <laughs> to me. Because, because yeah. right now I paid for it. And, and, and I have I no choice. It. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. throw it away because that's just alcohol abuse, like correct? <laughs> and then our top rating, the best beers ever would be six, like a six beer, like a six buy pack. A six pack. Yeah, I would buy a six pack. You take that home. No problem and, and drink, drink it in it. one sitting. That's the one. Oh, we also talked about 40s and kegs. Although that mm-hmm. is not in my notes, but. No, that no, be like no a go. Side, <laughs> that's also a, a side, side bag. Rating. Yes, if it's so good that you would actually get a keg of this too, that could be a <laughs> that's a superstar a rating. Superstar yeah. rating, and we don't have too many of those yet. Yet. <laughs> but we're just next so, week, though. I would say, well, let's start with the ratings. Okay, obviously, Chris, this is your beer. Start well, with you and just go counterclockwise. Like I said, it's it's uh, still it was what it was my first porter that I liked, and, and it's still one I go to all the time. So. Me, uh, it's five, you know. You gotta save six for the creme de la creme, the yes. untouchable beers. So you got a five beer on that one. This is this is a, this is a solid, solid goddamn five, five kids. I like your style. You stuck to your guns on that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go with a three. Ugh. I really enjoy it, <laughs> but I don't. It's a little. It falls a little flat for me. I really like the shoots. I love everything they do. They are very like. Definitely easy for everybody to drink. Don't make faces at me while I'm talking. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It um, better be. But I just really, really like porters and stouts that have a lot of extra flavors to them, or like a lot. More it's like complex. it's like we're spoiled rich kids, but for right? Like a right? Basic <laughs> yeah, kind of. More complex. Porter. Than that. We were just talking about. I just not need being like some extra stuff. Right. A great right. starter porter. Yeah, so, for sure. Somebody with more with intricate taste than her, I guess. Okay. We'll, we'll like it more. Okay. But well, you're not okay. gonna... All right, so you gave it a three beer. I, I'm three giving beers. it a three beer, even though I'll it is that. a Are you writing unlikable opinion. <laughs> and Ernie will take a note of it, and they will use it against me in the future. We'll Black Bean Porter got okay, a... Okay, so, so far my notes say Andy needs a ponytail holder. Oh, sorry, that's a different <laughs> ponytail, <laughs> ponytail holder. <laughs> a three. That's, That's an inside joke. The okay. <laughs> because Chef Kev, what about you? What do you, uh, what do you rate this one? Well, Chris is going to hate this because I'm going down the same rabbit hole. I'm going to have to give it a three as well. Because it is. It's a great introductory beer. You could give it to somebody. But I'm the same way. With a porter, I'm looking for a little bit more... This drink's easy, and that's a good thing, but I'm looking for a little bit more viscosity, something that sticks to your cheeks a little bit. Have you tried oil? Asses note. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of the 10W myself. Uh, oil's viscous. <laughs> it is quite Straight viscous. Uh, I do like the campfire note. I, that, I like that that hangs around on the sides of my tongue. That, that That's pleasant, but it's the same thing. I, I think porters are a great vessel for infusion, and I'm a big fan of the vanillas, the tart cherries, 
those kinds of things. But once again, as it was said before, this is a great introductory porter. I could probably get my parents that don't like good beer to drink it, and that's that's a good measure of a good beer for me. So I'm going to stick right. to my three. That's fine. And you can hate me all you want. I don't hate <laughs> you. I just don't think you know what you're talking about. I, I, mean, I, no, I you said know I don't. About. It's just you're incorrect. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm going to actually I'm gonna give you a little bit of props in this curse. Uh, I give it a four beer. Uh, because it's so palpable and approachable from anybody uh, that's getting a start on it. And to me, that actually means a lot more because that – if you can get a beer that everybody likes, that introduces them to even the stuff that we all, you know, the more intricate tastes and flavors, that's like when you had your first Budweiser or, for me, Schlitz beer. And you're like, oh, well, this isn't so bad. And then you buy your third one. You're <laughs> like, you can drink a I'm lot. I'm 12 years old and I'm too drunk to the arts. I like so, a beer. But yeah, and that, so so it's I'm a, not trying to just keep defending my no, no, beer. No, no, no. You already but, done your job. It's us now to give you but, what we but, thought. But I, I, I would say a four beer because having a good introduction to this kind of style is, is to me, marks it up just one extra. Just I because think of one that. thing that's important too to, to note here, I, I'm not just going back to defend my choice, okay. right? Okay, sure. But I'm, like, what we're here to do, right? Uh, you know, some of us have, have drank a lot of different beers. Some of us haven't drank a, a ton of different beers. Some of us really love IPAs. Some of us really love stouts. But uh, the, one of the reasons that I did, again, bring this is it, it, it's a, it's an introduction, and it holds up even with people that do drink a lot. They still can enjoy this, too. People that don't drink a lot can enjoy it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I brought uh, the Black Beat Well, are you going to let Ernie do his freaking ah, I suppose. Neighbor Ernie, what do you think about? Oh, I'll give it a two, Ernie. <laughs> what about this black beard? <laughs> he, he licked his finger. It must he have been He already great. has it noted. Not a right. I've been moving on. Sorry. Uh, do you have? I also gave it a five because I like porters as well, um, and I do like the what I would call more flavorful porters. But for this is just a good drinking porter. Like what you were explaining for what you would drink it for. That's why I said your explanation nailed Nobody it. Nobody can hear your air punch. This would be no. good even in... <laughs> I think this would be even good in front of a campfire in the summer. It tastes like Because it's not that it, it is an all year dark yeah. and even though it's malty and it's flavorful, it's not overpowering. And like I said, that would be a great... Hey, if you want to try a, a porter just to kind of get the base down... But it's, it's really good. I liked it. It's really good. So I gave it a five good job. for that reason. Good job, So actually, if you add up all the, all the beers together, that's a, that's a 20-beer adventure divided by the four of us. That's an average score of four. So we give that one an average score of four. Hey! hey. That's fair. Math cast. <laughs> so let's do our next one. This next one is Ernie's beer. Ah. All right. It's called Ernie's beer. Ooh, it that's, is. That's convenient. So I started brewing this in 1984. <laughs> no. Uh, the beer I chose is Samuel Adams Boston Lager. Now, your first choice is Oktoberfest, but it's very seasonal. Yeah, it's kind oh, of tough to get Oh, we didn't talk about my favorite. We'll get there. But this would be one of my go-to beers. Um, when I first started getting into liking beers, because um, when I first started uh, consuming alcoholic beverages, um the day after I turned 21, of course, because I would have been illegal to do it before that. <laughs> sure. I was not so much into beers. Um, you know, they just made you pee. But um, who doesn't like yeah, pee? You, you As really I buy did beer, get into rent my beer, uh, beer right? drinking and I started appreciating a f- flavorful beer, I 
Sam Adams was my go-to beer because it's, again, it's a basic, it's not overpowering. I like maltiness. Um, and it's uh, it's brewed by the Boston oh. Beer Company out of Massachusetts, founded by Jim Kosh. It's a Vienna style lager, which I kind of read. We'll get into the briefly on what Vienna. It's basically kind of a in reddish episodes color. Of the show, yes. a little bit I of didn't read up on mine enough. You're making us look oh, like fools. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, the experts are here just then taking I, it then all. Then I won't say no, this no, uh, go-to beer, beer uh, started at all. Sam Adams Boston Lager helped lead the American beer revolution, reviving a passion for full-bodied brews that are robust and rich with character. Since 1984. <laughs> Me too, almost. <laughs> Since oh. 1979. But again, when I first started drinking beer, I would not have appreciated a beer like this. And now as I go forward, I can still appreciate a Sam Adams, but I do enjoy trying like the Blackview Porter and all that stuff, so. See, so to me, like, I think Sam Adams Lager is really good. Um, but to me, and uh, how I explain to everybody, it's like, uh, well, if you like beer tasting beer, it's a pretty good beer. You know, T- to me, it's, it's a good meal, like meal your meal regular standard lagers. Um, you know, it's going to always be on tap wherever you go to a decent tap house. Um mm-hmm. And it's something that, like, uh, you know, when you when, when you go, okay, like, you want to talk about campfire beers, or I always think of those beers as ones you're going to drink too many of, <laughs> and not like where you're going, like, hey, let's have something with. Well, that's that's kind of your issue, right? My definition is like over drinking <laughs> a beer, right? I will only get drunk, okay? Yeah, just so, don't fall in the fire, like please. A, a Sam Adams is a, is a beer I can totally get drunk with. Um, yep. it, it's easily palatable. It, it it doesn't bring anything overwhelming to you. It doesn't it doesn't go. Ooh, this one's got this hoppiness or this bitterness or this. You know, it eh, it's okay. It's a it's a it's a Budweiser was good. <laughs> well, you no, know, I, I, I got to give credit than that. Yeah. Even. I, I got to give props to Sam Adams. Well, you know man. what I'm saying. That whole company I mean, just came from. And nowhere. again, I'm not here to diss any <clears throat> beers. All beer is better than no beer. Yes, but you you know what I'm saying. It's that it's an American style lager, and it's really hard to differentiate yourself in this in this broad. Band of beers with you American, know, American style lagers. Fuck yeah! This is a beer I can go oh, vote with. What's funny to me is everybody compares all beer. these American beers and like, but only some of our lagers, some of our pilsners. But we still go just, just it's it's an American beer. It, it just tastes like a beer to me, which it tastes like a good regular beer to me. Yep, like you would think a good just. Going and watching fireworks on the Fourth of July. Around here, we like to go to lakes to do that. I can put uh, a ton of them. This down is good too. lakes beer for yeah, sure. Yeah, this is yeah. good lakes beer on the Fourth of July. Just drinking this, having a good time, the maybe taking a couple is, shots or something. And the colder that is, the better. Yes, you know, it's one it's of good, those beers. It's a good cigar beer too. Have a cigar. Well, you're gonna have to prove that. I'm gonna have to taste it to know that. <laughs> prove yeah. it. Yeah. Andy, what do you think? Uh, are we doing our ratings already? Nope. Just what your thoughts? Oh, yeah, I. Totally agree with you that it is just oh, like... Well, yeah, we could do ratings. You never give a rating. Oh, jeez. Oh, shit. Uh, I haven't even drank see, it to yet. me, yeah, I'm going to go like uh, three. It's a drinkable beer. 
It's not one. If you gave it to me, like, I'll drink it. Yep, there you go. And I'm going to drink multiples of them, so three. <laughs> three, there you go. It's a three-beer rating. There we go. <laughs> like, it's definitely above one because, well, shit, if you have three of them, I'll drink three of them. There you go. Annie, what are, you, what are your thoughts on this? And the ratings, please. I'm going to roll with another three out of six. Um, because I definitely agree that it is a very beery beer. Like it's a beery beer. It is. It just tastes like a really rich, good tasting <laughs> beer. Uh, that I would tasting notes. It's it's beery for beer. <laughs> it's a it's real for... nice beery beer. Um, we'll throw I'm that up on beer advocates. See what they say. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this wine tastes like it's grapes. Like <laughs> beery for real beer. beer. <laughs> Why does wine taste like grape juice? <laughs> this is a real nice yeah. grapey wine. You're Kevin's really was way better. Like that it. was uh, was a bad one. Was, Kevin's was way better. You tried to steal was, it. Yeah, no, 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 it was yours. Way this better. beer was made out of beer, it'd be beer. <laughs> and this is definitely. I'm gonna give this one a beer out of beer on the rating scale. So one but beer. I, I do like that the bottle also matches the idea of the Fourth of July, as it is a red, white, and blue bottle. Mm-hmm. Well, packaged. so it is a, well packaged for it being an American style beer. <laughs> uh, so that is where it falls in the three out of three, and I don't know that I could drink any more than three of those. It's just not really my style, but I definitely appreciate it for what it is. Excellent. That was a good review. <clears throat> What do you think, Chef Kev? Well, I'm going to continue to be totally unoriginal. I'm also going to have to give it a three out of three. I love Sam Adams. I think they did a great thing for the craft beer movement. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't give them the respect uh, that I feel is due. Yeah, they they definitely deserve some respect. And this uh, this beer was on the forefront of that, in my opinion. I I I do like it. I think it's it's bright. It has a almost a bright note to it. So, Jim, if you're listening, (laughs) (laughs) just just take notes, Ernie. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe you have I'm to just say more I too. What's it. the address here again? I think Maddie should talk more than you now. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Kevin. But I, I don't know. It, like it, it's an easy drinker, like you said. It's a it's it's a beer to have on the lake, or if you're tubing or something like that. It has a bright golden note to it that's almost reminiscent of like a citra hop. I'm not sure how it's hopped, but it's not aggressive. It's easy to drink. It's not something like. Andrea said, I don't think I would drink more than three of them if I had other beers to pick, but I'm certainly not going to shoo it away if it's put in front of me. Definitely, yeah. Uh, I'm going to be unoriginal more than you and, and agree with everybody. <laughs> Even unoriginal. I, I, got, I got to give this a three-beer <laughs> rating. Um, it is good, like you said, like everybody said. It, it's a good starter. It's a good, easy, drinkable one, and it's sold year-round. I mean, you can drink it any time, mm-hmm. and... Yes, Sam Adams to me is tops on on giving much respect and props to for coming from a, a microbrewery to a macrobrewery just based off of the, the quality of their beers. And uh, this is just another example of something that can be very consistent, consistently done in a different style and be a top seller. Yeah, man. And like you said, Sam Adams, uh, yeah, their whole catalogs of they make catalogs yeah. sure <laughs> everything they do too is really solid like they're just a solid all around brewery you didn't grab anything from Sam Adams and it's going to be pretty damn palatable. and that's kind of why I chose yeah. it as my kind of go to one of my favorites that kind of got me started into the craft right. beer 
They come style. up with some really, really good ones. Like I really like the Cold Snap quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the, the Oktoberfest is awesome. Yes, well, like things that made beer palatable to me. Deschutes. We talked about the Black Butte Porter, but like going just uh, a different direction, like with the the Sam Adams Lager. You know, they made even some of the your regular beers a lot more accessible. Or you know, like. They introduced a lot of different things to your normal beer drinkers that would only like only touch these loggers. Yeah, you know, I, I, they did a great job. I agree. What was your rating, Ernie? Oh, I put a five. Nine. I didn't even because I like like you said it. It's not like you guys sound like you guys did not like it. It's just right when you compare it to some of the when you compare it to some of the other beers you've had that are way more flavorful, way more malty if that's what you like or even have a hoppy or... I like all it. beers rated three and above. If I rate yeah. it yeah. two or under, I I'm don't like it. At all. <laughs> but, but it's still I'm, better than I'm no beers. I'm intrigued enough to have two of them. Like, that did that really taste as bad as I thought it did? The second one is like, yep. <laughs> that's a two? Yep, it tastes <laughs> as bad as that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just so I can it make other people drink it. <laughs> Like All when right, you're so like, here, smell this, and now yeah. somebody's like, oh, uh, God. That's why you open that second beer. Yeah. Like, try, try to make this. sure it didn't so, go bad or something. Well, like that. For, okay, so before we were on air, we were sampling another beer. Well, we'll discuss that here at the we'll very end. Because we got to move on to we got move on to Chef Kev's beer. I might I might give Kev, that one a Kev, two Kev. just because I, I tried it a little harder than I thought I would, and I didn't like it. <laughs> it's not a very good beer. What do you mean? We'll you talk about that one harder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we Chef might Kev. not ever know what that means. Tell us about your beer. Uh, I selected a beer from Fulton, giving uh, throws to the Midwest, Minneapolis Brewery. Big fan of them. Um, I remember back when this beer was originally called Batch 300. It came out as a, it was a celebration of their 300th batch at Fulton. And the, the demand was so high for it to come back that it actually is out year-round now. It's just called 300, so we'll just refer to it as that. It's a single hop IPA. Mosaic, right? Mosaic hops, yep. Um, honestly, I think it's hop candy. It's just the way I, I refer to it. The reason I picked this was because, like, sometimes I'll go to the liquor store, I'll browse around, I'll see a bunch of stuff I don't know or I'm not comfortable with spending the money on that day. But if the 300's there, that's what I'm snagging on the way to the door because it's marginally affordable for craft beer, and it's it's just a good go-to IPA. It's not overly aggressive. And I just think it drinks well. Cool. I happen to agree. I really like... <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm not the hugest fan of IPAs. And the nose is kind of light, which is it's not too, like, hoppy. It, it has a lower than average IBU, I think, on, on for IPAs, possibly. 74. 74? So 74 high. IBUs, 7 ABV. Well, that's pretty high, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, once you taste it, it doesn't taste that high to me though. For some reason, it just tastes really well, then that clean the and crisp. The boot. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to influence. Your no, rating. no, no. <laughs> hey, I'm open to hey when it's time for me to discuss the rating. Whatever, I'm open to Cox and everybody. But does anybody? What do you smell off that? I don't. I don't think no. it has a big nose to it. There's not much nose at no. all. I think it's got a. This is going to come off as weird, but it's got a weird, like, 
there's a hair bit of that skunk ear smell, wax. but I also oh. earwax. I was gonna so, go with like damp, damp hay. That's how it my smells. It smells like it damp rained hay? out and you walked out into a barnyard. Mm-hmm. But that's a good where there wasn't manure and shit, you know, shit yeah. and everything. Damp, damp <laughs> like, hay is like, like fresh cut wet grass. Hay. Yeah. Fresh cut grass. Yeah. It's pasture. like that. Yeah. But uh, damp hay, like fresh wet hay, is actually a. If you're from the Midwest and definitely uh, know about horses and cows and shit, you definitely know what damp hay is. And thank God it's not a farmhouse because I'll dog on those all day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just don't like them. I like it. You know, I actually give this one, I give it a four beer. It's not bad. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of hops, but maybe Again, because... people can't hear air punches, you guys. I punched as hard as I could, so maybe it would pick up the wind. Just the wishing. <laughs> <laughs> You're no Bruce Lee film. Laser. No. Laser. What do you think, Ern? I actually think this is pretty good. I, again, am also not an IPA guy. I like more malty than hoppy. <laughs> Also, Wait. people can't see you shoot laser bullets from your <laughs> eyes at me. I'll kill but you with mind bullets. This is actually not overly overpowering. <laughs> so again, it's I would kind of consider this like almost like a Santa Adams. It's kind of like a good basic IPA. I mean, I've had like a good introduction. So for all it's three of the booze yep. that we've brought today, then Mo- yeah, I see. So we brought a we brought a basic lager, a basic IPA, and your basic porter. We're just Touching bases on this. Well, I guess so. That's a go-to. It's our introductory episode. Congratulations, guys. We thanks, Post Malone. Wasn't <laughs> 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 no, it's hashtag easy Post Malone. It's my, easy, Chris. Is it my fucking tattoos on my face? Shout out to Fulton. Ten percent of profits no, in no. the full ten fund. Easy, Chris. Whatever that is. Easily identifiable in public at this rate. Hold on, guys. He's got a little bit of story about this Fulton here. Well. 10% of profits invested in the full 10 fund. Uh, I see Whatever what they that did is. there. I could have something to do with did there. It's a good charity. smuggling children across the border for all we mm. know. But <laughs> Probably the avocado. I'm assuming it's a good charity. Well, I'm glad we brought knowledge to this first episode. Right? We're just speculating on everything now. Speculation. I like it. I, 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 about. That is, that's a good beer. I like that. I, I actually give it a four. You gave me a proud dad look there. That was really, I really like that, too. I, I enjoyed that. Thank I'm, you. Yeah. My heart shines I'm glad that, that uh, everybody was able to distinguish well, that from Ernie. I am the oldest one here. I oh. Believe. Easy Chris, what do you think? So, <laughs> about me being the oldest one here? Or just no, no, no. Okay. I'm going to agree that, yes, Ernie No, is. I'm going to give this one probably a, a, a four. A four beer. Um, and, like, sure, my beer only got three. We're, we're pretty, uh, we all pretty much have the same palates, it seems. Um because I agree with, like, this is a, I, I don't smell a lot of that stanky, danky stuff you get from a lot of, you know, super hoppy IPAs. Um, and when you drink it, you don't get a lot of that bitterness that makes your mouth dry. You can just open that, man. It's a beer podcast. <laughs> right. Well, just open a beer yeah, under yeah, the table so you didn't have to hear it. That's oh, that's the best sound. Our fearless beer doesn't want that's, you guys to know he's drinking that's beer. That's your beer ASMR. That's our market, man. You that's our money maker. But, you know, it, it is a, it's a, you know, like I said earlier, like all these beers that we've been tasting, these are very, you know, seem introductory beers. It's not terrible amounts of hops in that Fulton in that 300. You know, it's not terribly dry. You get a bit of that citrus when you taste it and stuff, you know. Um, so, yeah. Like I, said, <clears throat> I, I give it four out of six. 
I'd definitely drink four out of those. I would drink those too. Yeah. <laughs> I'd yeah. drink four out of those. Well, I have four of them out of those. Four <laughs> of those out of them. Andy, you're up. What do you think? I am also sitting at a four out of six. I love IPAs. Um, so when everyone was talking about the first beers that they drank, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale was the first thing that was available in this area to be able to try anything that was different besides what my dad had in the fridge after I was 21. Um, after you were 21. Yeah, well after played. I turned 21. You're not condoning underage drinking. No. 14 is way too young to drink. Don't do yeah, it. I've For anybody that might be thinking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, again, this is right up, this is in my wheelhouse. So I love the flavor. I love the hop. I love everything about it. And it's still neutral enough to where if somebody was like, I don't like IPAs, I'd be like, well, you could at least try it. And they probably have at least two. At My least girlfriend a would say it's not too earwaxy. Earwax. Where's, where's that phrase again? Earwax. So, no one tell me that you think IPAs I, taste like earwax. That's how my girlfriend rates beers. I I, I'm, bringing, I'm bringing some of her in here. She, so she rates them on Q-tips? If she takes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, anytime she, she has a Q-tip reading of, of either hobby, four she's or like, one. That's very earwaxy. Oh, and so, God. yeah. Ish. And is so that I a really bad thing? So really don't want anyone to say that I have seen people eat earwax. That right. enjoy it, saying. so it's like, like yeah, it's all on the person. All right, well, let's, let's go with the earwax talk here. Do you okay, want more so or less ladies and gentlemen, I want to know about this earwax thing. Less earwax. Our average rating for this beer, the Fulton Three Hundred oh, badge. You didn't even, you didn't even get mine, Just so you can't enough. even average it. Are we allowed to do halves? Well, I thought would. Okay, I think so. No, no halves. No halves. No halves. No halves. Three and a half pack. See, okay. I'll say it this way then. It'd be like a forty. It's a it's a soft five, a hard four. Okay. I'm in a soft five. You. So counted. Soft five for the last twelve years. Is that a shower, not a grower type joke? You dirty fuck. You guys, they know all about me now. That was supposed to be a secret. You can count it as a four for statistics. Okay. So it's officially going to go in as four. 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 So that is but an I'm actual. Put an asterisk next to it. It's so not Mark McGuire. Yeah, this is Mark McGuire. Four and a half. Okay. So we'll all know it's four and a half because the asterisks will be there. <laughs> or Sammy Sosa. There's none of that stuff in there. There's no asterisks like that. No, it's not fair. There. So the average rating for this beer, the Fulton 300, was it's the Mosaic India Paello, was a four. That was easy math. Cool. So our next beer up is uh, Andy's beer. All Why right. Tell us a little bit about is your this beer. This is foggy one we're drinking. It That's is. the hazy. Yeah. It's the oh, local excellent. 755, the New England IPA from Blackstack. So Blackstack is a new brewery within the last three years that showed up in St. Paul. They are in a warehouse. Their tasting room or their tap room is 5,000 square feet. Wow. You can go in there and their bar is like forever and a day long. Um, super amazing. Like all of their beers are extremely approachable for everyone they try to keep them within like the four to six in the abv so that you can drink more than one and kind of have fun with it instead of having a double ipa that's eight or nine percent and you're like so it's approachable yeah yeah uh and i just really love the old what's that i'm just seeing how tall you look (laughs) (laughs) i I want to read the can give me that can Let me see the can. I didn't even pour myself one yet. Oh. No. It, it stopped on Get her a new glass. Stopped on yeah. Get her a new glass. No, we got plenty of glasses. Glass me. Glass you. Oh, I'll put glasses. Oh, thanks, Ryan. 
Uh, but I, I like do how love... there's five of us. There's 47 glasses and 36 beers on the table. That's how we roll. Yeah, this paints quite the picture, doesn't it? <laughs> this is the, the Brews, Booze, and Reviews. This is the way we do it. I do love the hazy New England style. It's just like... It I takes love the haze, too. All of the bitter... All it, all of the flavor in the hops with none of the, like... You can't see my face, obviously, but it's doing the thing of bitter beer face, kind of. Uh, like, yeah. the old man face. This face? That's It's doing a lot of Chris face. Got a lot of Chris face on This beer has a lot of Chris face to yeah. it. It makes you scrunch up and lose teeth. Look like a dick. <laughs> no, I've always thumbs. been a huge fan of hazy beers. And it hasn't been, like, a long time, but... Just recently, <laughs> yes, my dog is right between my legs all of a sudden. Boo. Uh, but like hazy beers, especially to me, just means there's more flavor. There's, it's it's compact, full of everything that you want to drink that makes you enjoy drinking beer in the first place. Yeah. And uh, like I said, uh, I think this podcast might turn me over on IPAs because as we drink in these IPAs, um, I'm enjoying them more and more. IPAs are dank. Well, you know, it's uh, it's a very a light, lighter. grapefruity, almost piney nose. Yeah. I, I think it's got so a bunch of an orange juice. Some peachy. Peachy. Yeah, yes. You don't catch peach? Pesh. Pe- Peshy. Oh, uh, this tastes like Joe Pesci. Did you say there's some, oh! say there some sweaty pits from uh, Pesci? Oh, excellent! Way to go! Oh, you're welcome. That was beautiful. Oh, we should have GoPros oh, up in here. Track of all the '80s references. <laughs> Damn it! This is number it sixty-seven of the '80s references. Lactose, like it almost mm. tastes like it has. It does ish. Is that what that is? Yeah. Does ish. It tastes like it. Does it have any? No. Does yeah, it, have- it has the color of a, of a lactose beer, that's for sure. Well, then after... The peach is definitely on the, right. on the yeah. palate, Are you prepared to tell us the what The haze turns itself is? into lactose. Yes, like in the, future episodes, I, I will. The yeast I think eventually turns into lactose sugar. Hmm. Future episodes. So, I mean, it's not added to it, but mm-hmm. it, it is in it there. Happens naturally. Yeah. Oh, this is really good, actually. It reminds me like of peach it. bum. I didn't like it right away. So you're first in the docket there, yeah. Chef Kev. What do you think? First on the docket. Yeah. This is a this is a five for me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll do it. I don't know. It kind of gives me this odd reminder of high pulp orange juice, and everybody Ooh, can shit on me for liking high pulp orange juice, but it it kind of has that cloudiness to it. It obviously doesn't have the texture, mm-hmm. but the peach notes that hang on the side they're they're delightful, and it it. Drinks really well. It's smooth. I don't. I don't have any other words. It's. I just. I like it. I've never I, had it before. I just want to hug it. Yeah. I'm. Do, I'm kind of. Like I'm kind of smitten. You see me with my hand on my cheek. Like, really I, I just like little like smirky grin on like your face. Kiss something. <laughs> you me. keep talking like that. It's gonna be you, easy, Chris. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there we go. So what are we ratings on this one? You said five, right? I give this a fives. Okay. Well, for me. It does have a nice, like, fruity nose to it. Now that I've nosed it a few times, I do smell that orange a little bit. More so than the grapefruit. And it's it's not very piney, but you can kind of tell that it's a very hoppy beer. And then when I, when I taste it, I instantly get that, what, what uh, neighbor Ernie says, mouthfeel. Yeah. 
where it's very, it really it's very smooth on the tongue. Velvety. Mm. Yes, velvety. Like, like the velvety and rabbit. The velvet fog. I'm not allowed to make Mel Torme references. You're out. Tonight, no, no, no Mel Torme is the shit. Dead and so are the jokes. Oh, jeez. I was that. Harry Anderson. He made the joke afterwards. Fight everybody. So, but I, I, if if I could, if there were half ratings, but they're not, I would give it a four and a half. But like yeah. Chef Ked says, you, it's a hard four for there's me. There's an asterisk there too. No, no asterisk. Listen here, no asterisk. I really no like tiny it. Tiny stars. It's a four for me. I really yeah. like it. It's it's <laughs> it's making me consider the different flavors and varieties of hops that really bring out different flavors in IPAs. And it's, you're making me interested in learning more, Andy. Oh We're my doing God. it. And that's why we have him here, right? Yes. When Hop Slam comes <laughs> into play again. You. Because. Oh, we were one week shy. Gotta talk. Gotta talk. Go ahead, Ernie. Okay. Well, coming from a guy who that's oh. enough, just drinks Ernie. beer. All right. Uh, Kevin's orange juice reference seems pretty much spot on, right? <laughs> <laughs> I heard those air punches on the mic this time. You did punch fast that time. <laughs> um, that the first thing shit I, on me, man. The first thing I noticed <laughs> when I, because I, I've never had this particular beer before. First thing I noticed, it seemed like it was heavy. Or thick, right? That kind of put me off right away. Almost like initially. a high gravity. It's like when I first took a drink, it's like whoa! It's like way down my tongue was pretty thick. Um, but it is yeah. citrusy. Um, kind of light. It's not overpowering. Hoppy. <laughs> powerling. powerling. I, know, I was like, I'm not gonna. Is that like a new D and D character? Thanks. A powerling. That's a Honda motorcycle. Three-wheeled Honda motorcycles. The Powerling. Powerling, Powerling. Yeah. You know, I would believe you if you pop, told pop, me that powerling. in confidence. I just right. said Chris has it's a very believable story. I know you just said it, but I, I think rated it, it a full three. Of um, mostly because you rated mine three. Oh, so petty. So petty. Come on. After you get past the... Kind of the initial slight hoppiness. Hoppiness, sorry. The Happy difference. Hoppiness. Um, no, it kind of fell IPA flat person. for you. Yeah. But it's actually, if you actually take a few more drinks and give it a chance, it actually gets better or you have it. I'm sick that it's that, that's what you were saying. That's initially, well, that's, like, at first, I'm like, I was taken f- aback by the. Heaviness of it on my tongue. Right. Did we roll the card? Hard to say. I don't know how to explain it. If you don't like I don't know IPAs, shit, but... even a three, I believe, is pretty solid. Yeah, even, that's pretty yeah. good. I mean, if I were to use a Belgian, a yeah, man, it sticks to your glass. But after you, know, you what have do you a think, couple, Chris? it's like that's that's not so bad. So this is the first time I've had this one too. The other ones that we've talked about, I, I've I've had the Boston Lager, had the Fulton before. So I wasn't surprised by them. There, the benefit to them, they were exactly what I thought they were going to be. They are every time you open them. This is the first time I've ever had the local 755. This, uh, the first drink, I was not terribly impressed. Uh, I, I thought it was a little thin. I didn't think it smelled, you know, it didn't have a really big aroma. But well, you had the opposite the reaction. The second of- time I drank that just now, I was like, Wait a minute, I was wrong. <laughs> that, 
that, those words never come out of Chris. And I also never admit huh. to being wrong, but I was wrong immediately. I thought it was a, a light, a lighter beer, and didn't ha- and didn't pack a lot of a lot of anything to it. Second drink, I went there. It is now. I feel it. Now I taste it. And yeah, it it has a really good little fruit notes, but not mm. like overpowering. Yeah, it doesn't punch and you anywhere particularly. That, just you know, kind of lightly hints at everything. For an IPA, it dissipates really fast, and so mm. you're not left with a really dry mouth afterwards. Which, you know, if you want to drink, for some IPAs, it's kind of hard. Over drink, it's it's nice to have a an IPA that doesn't dry you out where you have to keep drinking it. Just in order to fight its own bad back end. Does that make sense? <laughs> bad back end? <laughs> bad well, back end. Well, get if some, into if, bad if some back stuff gets right too, if it, it's too hoppy and you dry out, then you're, you're just drinking it for the front part of the beer and, and not the back part the of the dry. beer because you're trying to, yeah. You're trying to overcome their terrible finish. This has a tremendous finish where you don't need to round it out with anything else. Let it. Mm-hmm. It's it quenchable, goes, is what you're it saying. It goes away pretty quick, but it's still pretty dang good. Um, I'd give it a four. I'd drink more of these. I'm really intrigued after having this half a glass, and I'm probably gonna drink more of your beer. <laughs> Huge fan because I brought more. Mainly because you're, <laughs> yeah! you're out of yours. I'm also right? out of beer. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, his Black Butte Porter. Went like hotcakes. <laughs> All six beers you know, disappeared we, pretty quickly. We only rated it a four, but they drank it like it was a seven. So your six. final rating, Andrew, Andy, was what? I'm going to go... Oh, man. I'd like to say a six because... But this, you don't want to be a liar. This, well, no, this defines what? hazy IPAs for me. This is what I would consider like if i go in somewhere and i'm like what do you have for a new england style i want this this is what i want when i show up this is the epitome of what i'm looking for the epitome. so that's a like, solid well, six pack a, but i feel like if we keep six. digging like we're i'm gonna find something and like how i should have rated this a six and saved right. myself like there's I'm gonna be a time to, where we're gonna go back and re-rate like, all this uh, probably lower because we're gonna find another thing yeah we're gonna or higher when we find out that nothing touched what we already knew the shit we That's the journey. Yeah, I'm going to... Yeah. You know? This one's going to get a six I guess it's all movable. Six pack? Yeah, because this is the best New England that I've had. A four or something. Do not drink out of your microphone. Four. And the fact that it's only 6% also does not hurt because I really like beers that are uh, nice ABV so you can have two or three of them and not... Die? Yeah. Not, not die or feel like it. Been there, done that. You don't. You don't that have. Like, you don't time. have four. Then wake up and have to apologize to everybody you think you hung out with last <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, you're like, you're so like, mom. What did I say? Like, All right. So our final tally is if we, we if we had four if we had half star ratings or half beer ratings we would we would do it a four and a half. But because so we, have, we, we don't you're have half star ratings when you divide it down. Okay, so then this is a four Jesus. and a half. This is a four and a half. This is really how statistics work. Okay. Sorry. All right, so I'm the last beer, huh? You know, there's actually kind of a reason why I decided to hide my beer. And A, because I know that Andy's not going to like it. (laughs) She doesn't like Belgian ales. what it is now. But also because I have such respect for this this, uh, brewery. Uh, This beer I actually had when Sickies was 
attached to the hub still. I remember that. And they were selling they were selling it by the tulip. This beer. And the way this waiter server described it to me was it's got a really warm tongue on it and it almost makes it feel like it numbs your tongue a bit. Is there anything wrong with warm tongues? I say nay. I say nay, nay. as well. Nay. Uh, why not? My soft tongue. <laughs> um, this is warm. Now, my, my first choice. <laughs> Never mind. My first choice of favorite all time was the, the Firestone Walker Velvet Merkin. Merkin? Velvet Merkin. Without laughing. <laughs> no, it's a great beer, but unfortunately, it's very small batches, so I wasn't, I wasn't able to get Velvet. enough beer. Velvet Merkin. I wasn't able to get it into the cellar quick enough. So my go-to favorite is like one of the ones that got me into craft beer. And it wasn't a stout. It wasn't a porter. It wasn't a Guinness. It's a brew called Delirium Tremens. Oh, oh been there, done that. I That's do not, love anything that comes with a cork and a spin I top bet. on it. Okay. Now this is a Belgian ale. Pink elephant? Yes, oh, and it has yeah. the pink elephants. I have had real. this before, and my first time drinking this was at uh, Maxwell's. I had a friend who was a sous Dang. chef out there, and uh, Eight. made me That's drink so Delirium Tremens. Delirium Tremens. What's the ABV on this guy? This pretty stiff. Four and a half million. Four and a half percent. Got uh, it. Uh, I will take a pint. <laughs> well, let me just give you a little bit of a background on this beer. I actually have it pulled up Fine. on my phone at the moment. Um, okay. <laughs> you sound so disinterested. Mom, like, Jiminy Christmas. <laughs> just give me the friggin' bear. It's actually, an, a, it's got an eight, ABV of eight and a half. That's not so bad. I yes. think anything packaged that beautifully would be like a 12 plus. Mm, well, it is a Belgian male, which I, I've always been a huge fan of wheat beers and Belgiums. Um, so, color and sight, it's a pale blonde. Fine and regular effervescence ensures a fine and stable head. The scent, Speaking the nose on it. Stable head. Stable head. Yeah. A pale blonde. Oh, you hit me one time. <laughs> that was the one I was oh, about. Jesus. <laughs> All right, moving <laughs> on. Wait, 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 the okay. words that came out of her mouth really threw me off because there's a kind of that. We know, right that now never happened. In the face. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so the nose is going to be a slightly malty, a nice touch of alcohol. It's got some spiciness to it. Almost like a peppery, like a black pepper. Ooh. The flavor, it feels like the sound shot of alcohol is igniting the mouth. In reality, the tongue and palate are warmed. Told you guys. The taste is characterized by its roundness. The aftertaste is... Strong, long-lasting, and dry bitter. That is straight from Delirium's website about the Tremens. And if you return the bottle, you can get a 10-cent deposit in Michigan. That's great news. <laughs> Fantastic. They, yeah. they support recycling. Reduce and reuse. And Reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. Song about that. So, so besides what I was saying about how I was introduced to craft beer by doing it this way, and I, the waiter made it sound so intriguing that I tried it and I loved it. I am absolutely enticed and thoroughly baffled by the warm tongue feeling and how it kind of numbs the tongue, but it doesn't numb the flavor at all on this. I, it's a strictly a great Belgian ale. And I don't know how they package this, but it's, it's just so warm and velvety on the tongue. The thing, 
Yeah, I get that. Yeah, but like it's cool. so warm and velvety on the tongue. It's it's the most warmest, velvetiest beer warmest. I've ever had in entire my life. I think the clove probably has a lot to do with the heat, us. like the clove that, flavor that definitely. Is clove? Yeah. Well, that's you my can, opinion. You can smell the clove. Is that Kevin what that would is? probably know more about it than I like the Kevin hasn't tried it. So yet. this reminds yeah. me to uh to <laughs> go back to when I was like twelve years old and all the girls in my class were all in a Kurt Cobain and smoking clove cigarettes. Uh, yep. Darium Blacks. Jarum. Jarum's however you say, I don't know. Yeah, everybody smoked a Jarum clove cigarette. Yep, just everybody had to. For a minute. <laughs> well, I only smoke them when I drink because I was cool like that. Gotcha. I actually don't know, know if that. Delirious. It just seemed like that was the thing. I only smoke when I drink. Okay. So Honestly, if I if I'm gonna start this off, I'm gonna rate it. I'm gonna rate this one. Honestly, one of the very few I'm gonna do this to, but this is gonna be a six beer for me. This is a six pack. This is a firm six pack for me, just because of how it introduced me to it and how great it feels in the mouth, how great it tastes. I'm a six. I'm a six pack, baby. Yeah. <laughs> just how good I feel in your mouth. Yeah. Oh, I told you this is not a porno. This is a, this is a podcast. It was based off the one fucking only, thing. Only a couple letters apart. But I just, I, I still, I, I could drink a million of these and be okay. It's, it's a high if ABV. Eight and a half percent alcohol. I don't think you could drink a million. No, I would be done at probably six and Challenge then have accepted. to go to bed. But I just love. It's a, it's a thirty right after Family Feud. It's not. It's <laughs> semi. It's a very light opaqueness to it. You can see through it. But not as clear as like you would like a Budweiser. It is a Belgium ale. Not quite a wheat beer hazy, but it's very crisp. The bubbles on it are very sharp, which I really like. Especially for like a, a color like this, beer for this flavored. So yeah, I'm giving this one a six. But then again, I was the one that chose it. Ernie? Um Neighbor. Neighbor Ernie, what do you think? We're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to agree to disagree with you. Lirium. Well, let me have Tremens. some of that. I don't like this beer. It's kind of, kind of bitter. It has a bitter aftertaste. Ooh. Oh, cheers! Right. Well, sixty-two. <laughs> um, I don't know. It. Oh, just. I don't. Uh, enjoy the taste. And, uh, That's fair. It does have a That's slight dry, lingering aftertaste, and I don't know if someone said something about pepper, but now all I all I can black about pepper, pepper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like the back part of the mint back here. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give it a two. Okay, but be something a person could. Because I mean, I'll I'll finish I have this a few class, more sips right? I mean, learn. right after both. <laughs> Sorry. I'd give it a two, but I might drink four just to make sure double. But you don't like right. it? You just yeah. want to drink more and make sure you don't like it? Right. And you paid for it. <laughs> Easy Chris, what do you think? Man, I, uh, yeah. Like I said, the first time I ever had this was at Maxwell's. I had a friend that was a sous chef out there. And, and Delirium. Try this. We had tap. Immediately loved it. I I think it was a wonderful beer. It was ex- especially at the time it was extremely unique to me. I'd never had a beer that probably not a Belgian this as I I still don't know that I really 
Stop here. I was like, easy, Chris. Yeah, he's whoa. Let's cover, let's cover up some gaping holes. Whoa. Okay. Jesus. You, said, you said that on purpose. Anyway, know that you did. He offended all the Belgians, said something about ga gaping holes and Jesus, all in like two sentences. <laughs> Only well, gaping Belgian Jesus. Uh, but no, I, I, I still don't know that I like Belgian ales that much, other ones anyway. I think this is... What I like about it is that every time I drink it, I don't know if I taste the same thing. Interesting. Um, that's for, a, for some reason, no and maybe that's just—it's inconsistent. What led me, you know, what was I eating or drinking before I I countered it? You know, maybe that's what changes it. But I I, I think it's extremely interesting. I think it can also be really uh, drink fast and eight and a half percent alcohol. I think it does the trick immediately, which is one of my favorite things. Getting the job done. Right. tricks the shit out of you. <laughs> Getting the job done. But no, it's a. It's an interesting beer that that doesn't get old. Like it, it, you don't get used to the flavor where you're like, eh, it's the same old, same old. It's like every time I take a drink, it's like you pick a little bit more up each man, time. Man, that's fucking neat. Mm -hmm. It's complex without being like arrogant. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a that's yeah. a very cool. Yep. Of course it is. <laughs> Uh, I said it. It has to be interesting. I mean, you can you can taste the flavors, but they're not like knocking the shit out of your tongue like a fucking yeah. boxer. You know, yeah. it's just oh, like it has a little bit of a, a numbing agent to it. Yep, yeah, it's like that 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 it, that it butter like, that you have that you spread like over toast. Elephants. You know, it's nice and smooth like, like that. Yeah, you gotta like the pink elephants. Yeah. Bye. We got two no, no, more. We're gonna be fine. And then we could, or we could take a break, Chris. Should we take a break quick? Yes. We do a yep. quick break. I was gonna well, advertisement break. break. Well, I was break. Andrea, we were up to you with the review of the Delirium Tremens. Okay. Yeah. Or not? Yeah, we were. Yes. What? Oh yeah, you didn't. You Gave your like verbal response. I'm no HIV positive. Response. I gave that. Uh, <laughs> you said two. Do we have a stenographer? Just gonna read back. No, you had a two rating. Free, 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 free. I did free, not do a free, two free, beer rating on this oh, one. No, no I really, I, I really like this beer. Uh, like I said, it, it, it's interesting. Every time I drink, I give this one. Excellent. Thank you for the positive volume. Shut your mouth. <laughs> you just. Do not. I, there's no, no, I don't. They took away my sunshine when they tore down side. Shout out to the old side street patio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> so uh, like you need uh, some uh, WD forty uh, on something uh, over there. Yeah. That's, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, awesome. Hashtag oh, riggedy <laughs> hips. <laughs> riggedy hips. What? Oh, that's a nickname they gave me in high school. <laughs> Actually, it was just a couple years ago. I like Easy Chris better. Up, they, they, they creak. And pop like a wooden roller coaster. Anyway, that's just a uh, part of my life. <laughs> Moving on. All right, uh, Andy. Uh, what do you think about this beer? Well, this beer, I wanted to hate. Wanted to hate this. I hate Belgian beer, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I get a lot of banana and bubblegum and um, things that I normally Cheers. don't like, but it's also just a little bit sour. So it kind of evens all that out, which is normally way too good. Sour, no, I taste um, the sour. It is. But um, I'm going to I definitely this. get that banana and butter bubblegum yeah. too, yeah. 
Like it's sweet, but not too sweet. But you can taste like the hubba bubba banana bread. Like hubba bubba. Now you said hubba bubba and banana bread. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay, hubba so bubba what is so different? Bread. No, hubba bubba and banana bread. Not hubba bubba banana bread. Nobody oh. would name something. You should be a rapper because you actually did that really hubba well quickly <laughs> without stumbling across it. I would have stumbled the fuck out of that one. <laughs> hubba bubba banana bread. Hubba bubba banana bread is the name of so my next album. Shut <laughs> I've hated every one of you already in one episode. I was like, this is done. Just hating on the sock heads with the thick rim glasses. Okay. Our right. noses yeah. in the air. Mm. Snooty boochins. I'm glad that none of you look at each Snoochies. Pinkies up. Indeed. <laughs> so your rating was? Four out of six. Four out of six. This bad or four beers. Yeah, you do half, so you give it a hashtag. <laughs> five. Hashtag Assholes. four out of four and a half. <laughs> asterisk, hashtag, asterisk, hashtag. Backslash. HTTP. Dot org. Belgium.gov. Hi, Chef Kev. I did not want to like that, and I do like it. Oh, you want my rating first? Bits first. The plop. There it is. There's a plop. Not everybody knows The beer spits. Is it okay to talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about it. Well, I feel like a lot of, we go into any more of tastings beyond these, I should probably be in between. Whoa. If anybody doesn't know, both Kevin and Andrea are known for their spitting. Okay. Going in the notes. <laughs> All right, listen. All right, like, we're we gonna keep it light here. This is family, sort of, kind of, like sort of. Notes. It's notes. It's a family beer and booze review show really. that that swears family. a lot. It's it's like swear yeah. So if you want to get your kids drinking right away, it's like Denny's. You don't bring your kids there, but you could. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? Just give us your honest opinion. Talk about what you describe, what you think about it, and give your rating afterwards. What Last. I think. My opinion has been stated by everybody already. I didn't get the banana until like the third time I tried it. And I don't get it in the mouth. I get it like in the top of the nose. <laughs> yeah, I get the banana in the top of the nose. <laughs> laughing up. No, no, it makes sense because while you're 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 yeah. taking a sip, you're yeah. you're smelling at the same time and that's when it really hits the banana in the nose. I don't nose. get it until I breathe out. But um yeah, it's it's got a really nice round palate to it. Like it's a roller coaster ride, to put it to put it. <laughs> Turns. It's strange, it's yeah. It starts here, and it's got that. It, it has that kind of. Here is like that, like you said. Somebody said. Well, you it has said that, it, it starts what, here, and you Chris? use your hands, <laughs> and uh, none of us can see where he's getting to. I love fucking talk. Jesus, wait, oh, go no, ahead. Well, it it comes off of that sour Flemish kind of farmhouse. A little bit of that. We were right away. About, yeah, right away, and that um. That kind of opens everything else up because that's almost that's kind of a dull note. It lingers, but then everything else pops. Like you were talking black pepper, I would say it's more of a white pepper because it has a a bit more of that aggressive less flavor racist. to it. Yes, yeah, a much less racist <laughs> pepper. <laughs> and, uh, we all thought it. Come the, on. the big note that I I, I the I've term been Caucasian pepper. Caucasian pepper, chalky pepper. If if you really like want to go there, an Asian. but um the the clove note, like Eddie said, comes out big time. And in particular for me, I catch like that analgesic thing where it makes it makes my tongue go a little bit numb. Yep. and that's really? part of that clove thing. Yeah, yeah, I find it really really interesting. I've it, never had a, a beer beer. like this. Ever. I don't, really like I don't think I could drink a lot of it. Very muted. To me. It is muted, but I catch um, it on the on the tongue numb. So you got multiple. Several of you, maybe only two of you, 
<laughs> but talked about the pepper. I, I didn't notice that. I didn't really notice that analgesic. Well, maybe it's just some things some people check out. Some people don't. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I, I didn't get the bubble. I had a so, so. at the door. What were you going to rate it as? I'm giving it a, it, it's a very strong four. Wow. I'd want to give it a five. But it's one of those like I I enjoy it as a I have whiteout cool hander. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna change the Actually, number. Actually, I don't have whiteout. It, like I don't think I could drink five of them, which is why I can't give it a five. But it's also about taste too. But well, no, it's it, not it, about it, it's taste like a really expensive wine kind of thing. I wouldn't want to sit down and pound this. I would want I'd want to sit down and sip it and enjoy it and take that roller coaster ride I was mm. talking about and catch all the notes so maybe it is it's complex re, uh, reevaluate now we're not saying if no, you, you voted can't. a six it's not meaning you want to drink six of them if you voted a and six pack just it just means you appreciate the flavor the, and everything whole, about it anyway I'm still anyway. giving it Second a four. something like five and drink four. Four. Okay. Sure so I wasn't going to neighbor Ernie that was a four or four beer so what are we at for this one what's the total number four ish well, that two will drag it down. Same. 20? 4.2. 15. 4.2. I did the math in my head. It's 21. 21. Yep. Divide by 5. So, 4.2. Out of the sheer number of beers, I think I won today. Is that what we call losing? I think we all won. I think think Delirium Tremens won today. Yes, Delirium Tremens did one. Because I had 21. We had 21 beers in this one, right? Handy. And 20 was the next (laughs) highest? We had a bunch of ties on 20, didn't we? Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, Bernie, this is your job, buddy. What do you got? I didn't realize this was part of my... uh, Job description. It wasn't until you started this writing it down. Right. <laughs> Once you showed up with a notebook and started yeah. writing shit down. If there's Black more, stack. Uh, dude. If you're going to write it down, why wouldn't you be running okay, the calculator numbers? real quick? What do you got? I'm a calculator. Let's say the numbers. Six, four, four, three, and five. That's, that's 22. That's 22. That's 22. That that's was, that's the, winner. the winner. That's the winner. By, that was 4.4. And that was that was Chris's beer, right? No. That was oh, yours? Yeah. The Andy's. 755 or whatever? Uh, local 755. Yep. Actually, I have Congratulations, Andy. You win the day. So the black beer part of it. More beer. Right more beer. More beer. We just, we just win more beer. I feel like we all want <laughs> yeah. more beer. Yes. All right, guys. My life. Uh, my name is Knox. You can get a hold of me on Instagram at North Dakota or ND underscore Knox, N-O-X underscore 77. Also on Facebook. Hit me up on that. Ernie, we're can people find you at on the social medias? You, they can find me across the street from your place. <laughs> okay. Is that dot com? Org. Oh. Backslash. <laughs> co. Underscore. Org. Org. Hashtag. Oh. Hashtag dot edu. Yep. How about you, Chris? Where can I people find it you? Was dot gov, like growing old violently. Oh, no. I'm just growing old. <laughs> growing old violently? Yeah. How about you, Chris? Where people find you? Uh, people don't want to find me, and that's okay. Uh, go to any local bar uh, if it's downtown. In Fargo, North Dakota. Fargo. Or more. You can find me and just hang out. Come chat with me. Come talk to me. I have Facebook. I've got all the things. I don't do any of them. But uh, that's probably going to change. <laughs> so people are going to walk up to you. Hey, I recognize you from that one radio I know your store. voice. Actually, true story. <laughs> if you walk into a bar and I'm there, you will probably go, that's Chris's voice. You'll hear me. You'll fucking hear me. Oh, that's <laughs> sure. oh you'll know. Voices carry. 
This man, it is Keep the wow. Damn. You forgot the most, most important part of that song. You want an eighties like This is like the sexy last yeah. minute end of the podcast. It's the sexy fine. times. <laughs> How about you, Andrea? How are people get a hold of you at? I know you had a page on Facebook that's kinda yeah. cool. So uh, it's Andrea Anderson Bartender for Hire. Or that's on Facebook or Andrea.awesome on Instagram. <laughs> that one's made uh, up. I don't have any <laughs> hey, exit off. That song. was not backed. <laughs> Any ex- exit song? Uh, you don't have an exit song? <laughs> <laughs> exit song. I make one up real quick. An, e- an exit jam? <laughs> yeah, an exit jam. I need to... As long as it's not Pearl Jam. Well, then I don't know what to do. I was going to do hey, Pearl hey. Jam. Even flow. <laughs> what? Bye, bye, bye. Just done. Baby, bye, bye, bye. How about you, Chef Kev? Uh, where you can find me. You can find me on Instagram at Kevin Pommy, last name spelled P-O-M-U-I, Kevin Pommy Comedy. I'm on the Facebooks quite frequently. If you really dig some, do a little bit of digging, you can find me in the Valley News Live comment section. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah. probably ruining Beautiful. my name and embarrassing my parents. <laughs> uh, and then I'm also on Twitch TV as Death by Waffle 7. Beautiful. Beautiful. Maddie. Maddie. You, Maddie. Can, you can find him behind a computer. And Hello. Maddie, you want to ra- usually flipping you the bird. Maddie, you want to raid into those beers? <laughs> Did you drink any of them? No. Do, you yeah, don't want to just run down a. Okay. He's not supposed to talk. The last. Five, hey, we, four, three, and two. That was a really good band. See, so like Silent Bob. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, guys. This has been Brews, Booze, and Reviews. We'll hope to see you next week. Bye. This has been a Predicate Productions episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at brewsboozeandreviews at hotmail.com. We here at the Dungeon also want to give thanks to Todd Ruziska and Amy Klein from Beware the Vine for permission to use their song Sex, Drugs, and Cabaret off of the album of the same name. If you like the song and want to hear more from Beware the Vine or wish to buy any songs, you can go to cdbaby.com slash cd slash beware the vine that's cdbaby.com slash cd slash b-e-w-a-r-e-t-h-e-v-i-n-e and make your purchases there. We also want to give thanks to Ryan Dahl for his fantastic graphic design work in creating our logo. If you like this episode and want to hear more, please rate and review our podcast. We appreciate the feedback we get from our listeners in helping us make better content for future episodes. On behalf of everyone at Brews, Booze, and Reviews, may your glasses be full and your spirits high. Cheers.